Hello, and welcome back to Let's Talk Investing Podcast. My name is Curtis Coopersmith, and I will be your host. On today's episode, we are going to talk about how to get more referrals. Now, I know everybody wants more referrals. No matter what business you're in, everybody wants more referrals. It is free to gain clients that way. Uh, Usually, they trust you a lot more, and they're a lot easier to work with in general. And so... Everybody wants more referrals, but in reality, very few people can actually build a business on more referrals. When I started in real estate, um, it took a little bit to really start consistently getting referrals. Um, But right off the bat, about the first month into having my license, I got to spend some time with Mo Anderson. And one of the things she told me was if she was starting a real estate business from scratch or really any business she would only focus on building advocates. So we're going to get into more of that and talk about what are advocates, how do you build more advocates, and then how do you get referrals from them. Uh, But before we get into the episode, I want to say I apologize that I have been behind on uploading some of these podcasts. It's been about a month and a half since my last upload, and I've just been slacking. I don't want to make excuses. Um, Another big thing about that is that I have started a private coaching group. Uh, We started about three months ago, and in that group, every Wednesday, I do a group call in there. It's live, and then it's also pre-recorded in there, and it's saved so that you can go back and watch them later. Um, But I've been putting out a lot of content there that's like really tactical, like good advice that you can actually just like put into practice like right away and actually start getting results from it. So, man, it doesn't really matter what business you're in. We have people that are insurance agents, marketing people, realtors, investors, a little bit of everything. But um, I'm because it's a private group and because there's people that are, you know, trusting me to help them, I can get more personal on things and I can get a lot more tactical than on stuff that's going on my public social media or on a podcast or anything like that. So if you are looking for some guidance in really any area of business and life, how to, you know, kind of get your life back, get your time back, reach out to me. Um, My goal in building that was I wanted to create a cost-effective way for people to get some help and to grow their business without really breaking the bank. Uh, just because, you know, when I started uh, with a coach back in like 2013, it was $1,000 a month and that was $1,000 a month that I didn't have. And so I've realized that a lot of the people that need help the most don't want a coach because they don't have the money for that. So this was my way of providing some help and guidance in a cost-effective way so that the more people that I possibly can help, that they can get help. So if you're interested in that, reach out to me. But without further ado, let's get into the episode on how to get more referrals. Thank you. Okay, so to start off, let's talk about Mo Anderson since I you know, mentioned that in the intro. Um, and because I know a lot of you, if you've been with KW, you know who she is and you know she's incredible. So when I was at her house, you know, she taught me that if she was starting from scratch, she would focus on building 25 advocates. And she told me 
if you build 25 advocates, if you have them, you will never have to lead generate for business ever again. So she said, you need to continue lead generating until you have 25 advocates. Now, what is an advocate? An advocate is somebody who is your raving fan. They are the people who are going to go out of their way to tell people about you, send you referrals. Um, they're the people who use you, you know, whatever business it is that you're in. And they are people who are, they are on your team no matter what, and you know it. So I went home that night and I had an entire wall filled with whiteboards and so I wrote at the top on one of them, I wrote my 25 advocates and then I labeled, you know, I just wrote one through 25 below it. And so I was standing there looking at this and I'm like, okay, I know what this is. I know what advocates are and I know I need to get them, but how do I do this? Well, I didn't really know. And so what I did is I knew that I had a lot of friends that owned businesses. I mean, not a lot, but I knew a lot of people who owned businesses. You know, mind you, I'd only lived in Oklahoma for a year and a half when I got my license. So it wasn't like I knew a lot of people here. It's not like I was from here. I was starting from scratch. So I would go to every networking event there possibly was. I mean, I went to a ton of them. I mean, it was three or four days a week. I was going to some type of networking event. If there was one, I was going to it and I was meeting people. <laughs> and so I knew a lot of people that owned businesses. And so what I wanted to do is I thought, okay, for the people that I know own a decent sized business, they have to know quite a few people. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to reach out to them and I'm going to find out exactly what it is that they do. And then what I did was I went about finding business for those people. So one in particular is a guy who's still one of my best friends. And he's owned a bunch of different businesses. He's extremely successful. And at the time, he owned a very specialized oil and gas company. Now... This was in 2014 and 15 when oil and gas was still really hot. Um, you know, the oil was still over $100 a barrel. There were a lot of people in oil and gas. And I was doing a lot of open houses at higher end price points. And so I was meeting a lot of people that were in oil and gas. And so I would, you know, be at these open houses. They'd tell me they're in oil and gas and be like, yeah, you know, one of my best friends owns this company. And I would explain exactly what they did. And they were very specialized. So it was usually something these people hadn't heard about. And so they were like, wow, no, I would like to talk to him. So I was connecting them. And I knew he was, he's a very solid dude. He is really good with people. And so I was sending him business and then the people who he was working with, he was talking me up to them. So then in turn, they would end up working with me. And so right off the bat, we had a really good rep, you know, like a, a rapport between us because I helped their business. I helped my friend's business. Then they talked about me between each other. So I got the business plus I reinstated to my friend like, hey, Curtis is sending me business. I should help send him business. And so that guy ended up being, still to this day, one of my biggest referral sources. Um, and so I did that and I just slowly did it over and over and over again. And 
it did, it got to, I mean, by the time I had like seven to 10, I mean, I was still sending a lot of direct mail, um, but the majority of my business was coming from referrals. And so that was one thing I did that really helped. So if you're wanting to get more referrals, focus on building advocates. That's number one. Okay, the second thing I want to talk about is another way that I used to get a lot of referrals that isn't actually specifically something I did to actually get business. So uh, this was a few years ago. I had a coach that really challenged me on something while I was going through a burnout. I mean, I was just going through a time where it was like, I was just done with real estate. I mean, I was still doing it, but it was like, I mean, when you're selling a lot of houses, you're just constantly dealing with the pressures and stresses of the people you're working with. And you just go through this time where you're just burned out. I mean, if you've sold houses or been in any industry or owned a business for very long, you'll know what I'm talking about. But he, you know, I'd done the normal, you know, be more grateful, blah, blah, blah. You know, I've always written my three to five things I'm grateful for every day. And it just wasn't cutting it. And so he was like, this is what I want you to do for 30 days. I want you to find, think of one person a day that you can reach out to either via call, text, email, letter, whatever. And I want you to reach out to them and tell them, thank you for something doesn't have to nothing having to do with your business you know don't talk about your business nothing just say look this is something you have done for me that maybe you don't even know about or you know you made this impact on my life I just want to tell you thank you and it did a lot for me it did it reminded me of like all the great people in my life uh, that had played an impact in my life and stuff like that so you know if you're going through burnout you know I know this is besides the point but that's something that will really help Um, but besides that, when I was doing that one day, it was like the very end of the day and I had forgotten to do it. And so it was like one o'clock in the morning and I was like, crap, I don't really know what to do. And I thought about a guy who a mentor of mine had told me a lot about. And every time he would teach me a lesson, he would say, you know, so-and-so has taught me this and I've learned this from from this guy I don't want to say names so and I've talked about this before I did a I I did an episode on this uh I think it's titled like how one letter made me over a hundred thousand dollars um but I I sent this guy a letter and did not say anything about what I did I just said look your impact is bigger than you know like you have made a huge impact on my life and we've never even met and so I sent it to him, didn't even think anything about it, whatever. So a couple months go by and my friend calls me and he goes, hey, what in the heck did you send to blank? And I was like, oh, I just sent him a letter telling him, thank you, you know, just blah, blah, blah. And he was like, well, he just called me and said he wanted your number. And so I gave him your number. He'll be calling you. I was like, okay. You know, and I'm, this guy's a very big deal, very the most successful person I know and, um, you know, just a very influential person and a very good person too. And so he calls me and he's like, 
you know, what do you do for a living? I was like, I sell real estate. And he's like, residential or commercial? And I said, residential. And he was like, well, you will never have to worry about business ever again. And I was like, okay, you know, like whatever. That same day, he sent me two referrals. And then for literally years after that, I would get at least a referral every other week, at least one. Well, one of the referrals he sent me bought a house from someone who is an investor. And that is how I got into working with investors in the first place was from that one house that one of his referrals bought. And so just from the one-on-one, like, hey, here's a referral that he sent me, that made a huge difference. I mean, I made tons of money just from those, but the after effects of, you know, the people that his referrals referred me to, um, I mean, just completely built my business. And so the moral of the story is you never know where a good referral source is going to come from. But if you are going after people with the intent of, I want to get to know you so that I can get something from you, they can smell that a mile away. So, this whole thing of like reaching out to people saying, who do you know who wants to buy, sell, or invest in real estate? And like, blah, blah, blah. It is complete bullshit. Excuse my French, but it is bullshit and you got to freaking stop it. And so instead of reaching out to people, asking them for something, reach out to people, offering them something. How can I help you? You know, what's going on in your life? Is there anything I can do for you? Reach out just telling them thank you for something that they've done for you. Just getting into actual human relationships with people is going to net you more referrals than anything else you will ever do. So number two is build genuine relationships and reach out to people without expecting anything in return as a good, another way to build some more referrals. Okay, so the third thing we need to talk about is posting on social media. Now, I get it. Everybody posts on social media to some extent. And I'm trying to say this lightly, but most realtors especially do it 100% wrong. Like, way wrong so bad, it's just like it, makes me cringe seeing most realtors Facebook and Instagram post. So hopefully this part of this episode is going to help you kind of rethink how you're posting on social media and how you even view social media. So social media is meant to be entertaining. People go on there to be entertained. They want to see stories. They want to feel something. I, I mean, it's Technically, a lot of people are going on there just to numb themselves. And so when you are posting, you should be engaging and telling stories. So what I see a lot of the time from people, you know, especially realtors, is just close this house today, you know, uh, so thankful for these clients, they were great, blah, 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 and that's it. And then they get a bunch of likes and comments from other realtors like, you go girl and good job, dude, and whatever, okay? You're not getting comments from your past clients and people who could potentially be your clients. I, 
I'm telling you, I talk to a lot of people outside of the real estate industry and they laugh at how cringy realtor posts are. So when we're posting on social media, it needs to be engaging, interacting, and telling a story. So let's take a closing, for example. Instead of just saying, oh, we closed this house, blah, blah, blah. Instead, turn that into a story. So it, it, it could just be a picture of you and them at the closing table, whatever it is. It, the picture doesn't really matter. The story is what matters. So instead of just saying, look, we just closed this house, turn that into, so we just closed this house today. And when we were going through this process, this happened, you know, maybe a deal busted, maybe, you know, they were very skeptical about using a realtor, maybe, you know, how many offers they wrote on houses, like tell a story, but not just tell a story, make it almost emotional to where people reading it can be like, oh, I relate to that. You want people to relate to what you're posting. And so like, especially last year when like the pandemic was in full effect, I saw so many realtors and mortgage lenders posting about business has never been better and the market is so hot and blah, 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 when almost half the country is out of work. So how are they going to relate to the fact that the market is so great and you're making so much money? All you're doing is turning people away. So think of your social media posts as engaging and storytelling. The other thing is it needs to be intentional and you need to have it on your calendar that you're doing at least one post a week. This is important because you've got to stay top of mind. I mean, just 10 years ago, to get your message out, you would have to pay thousands of dollars to get your message out. Now, it is completely free to reach hundreds of thousands of people just from social media if you will just post. So when I say post social media to get more referrals, it is posting engaging, storytelling, emotion-driving content. But besides that, it is being intentional about reaching out to your past clients' sphere and possible referral partners. So what I would do is you can create lists on Facebook, and I would put my past clients in sphere in this list. And then at least once a week, I would click on that, and it would show me a news feed with only those people's posts. And then I would go through those, and I would comment on their posts. So like, say their kid just had a birthday. It's I'm going under there and commenting like, wow, hard to believe he's eight years old now or whatever. And you're commenting that to stay engaged and you are technically having a touch base with them without asking them for anything and without talking about real estate. But because you are the realtor they used before, because you are the lender they used before, because you are the marketing person they used before, when they see you comment, they think about what you do. So it's an intentional way to stay top of mind with them without having to send cringy messages, without having to post cringy posts. It is a great way to stay top of mind and stay engaged to hopefully get you some more referrals. Because if you're not staying in touch with them, you're not going to get the repeat business and you're definitely not going to get referrals. So the third tip for getting referrals is be intentional on social media about how you're posting and how you're interacting with people. 
The fourth and final thing I want to talk about is staying in touch with your past clients' sphere referral partners. Now, I know this is kind of cliche, and it's something that coaches and anybody that's been in real estate for any amount of time is going to talk about. But I want to take it a little bit further because what I see a lot of people doing is sending calendars with their face on them, magnets with their face on them, random marketing material postcards that your past clients and sphere just throw away. And so if you, as we think back in this episode, we talked about the best way to get more referrals is to build actual connected relationships with people. So anytime you're reaching out to your past client sphere referral partners, I want you to think, is this deepening my relationship with them or is this building trust with them? That's all that matters. So when you are sending past clients in sphere, you know, little gifts and stuff like that, if you're just sending some cringy little piece of marketing material, do you think that deepens your relationship with them? No, the answer is hell no. They literally throw them away. I used to have this joke with Sherry that worked for me that almost every single house that I listed like as a, it was their personal house, had another realtor's magnet, like calendar magnet on their refrigerator. Literally almost everyone. I mean, I can count on my hands how many houses I listed and sold that didn't have another realtor's calendar on their refrigerator. So obviously they don't work. But we have so many people in our industry that waste hundreds of dollars a year sending these stupid calendars out that literally do nothing. They, your clients kind of laugh at them. They may put them on their fridge just to have something to hang up their wedding invitations, but they're not looking at them and thinking of you. They're usually on the side. <laughs> so... I didn't mean to go on a rant about that, but it's just, it's so cringy to me to see that people still do this. And I don't know why they do because it doesn't work. So rethink this. If you are going to stay in touch with your past client sphere referral partners, what I call it is your VIP list. And so typically I would have 50 to 75 people on this list. These are people who in the last year bought and sold a house with me or sent me a referral. Every quarter, they are getting a very intentional gift, okay? Now, I say every quarter. It needs to be a minimum of every quarter. I have some clients that do it every other month. I have some clients that do it every month. But at least once a quarter, you need to be sending these out. Now, what I mean by an intentional gift is something that they will actually use and something that they will actually like. So, for example... Uh, one year we did state fair tickets where we sent, you know, if they had a family of four, they got four tickets to the state fair. Um, and all of them got these. And so they could choose to go to the state fair whenever they wanted. And then every one of these gifts comes with like a little uh, cool little card in there that's like, hey, you are on this list because you have trusted me to help you buy or sell our house or trust me enough to refer somebody to me. Uh, in the last year, that's why you are getting this. You are on my VIP list. So like I'm making it known to them that like, hey, you are getting these cool things 
because you did X, Y, Z. And the other, you know, really cool thing about this is when you do cool gifts and things that people like, they post about them. They will post pictures of them. They will post themselves at the event. So then their followers, their Facebook friends are seeing like, oh, John and Sue used Curtis and he must be good. He also sent them on this thing. I should reach out to them and ask them about their experience. So you're creating experiences and something cool for your past client sphere and referral partners that is going to reward them in their mind of because I use them, because I trust them, they take care of me. So some other ideas, um, you know, Casey Kinney does an annual uh, Thunder Game where she gets like one of the big suites and brings everybody there. Um, I know people that do pie giveaways where like for Thanksgiving, you can come to the office and get pies. Um, I've seen pictures with Santa. Uh, we used to do a hot chocolate giveaway where it was like, it was like a, in a Mason jar with a hot chocolate mixture that they could use. Uh, we did lottery tickets. Um, I mean, we've done a lot of things, but you've got to put some thought and effort into these so that it's actually something that they want, not something they're going to quickly throw away and is something that either they will post about or they will reach out to you because they're so thankful for what you sent them. So that's the fourth one. Be intentional about reaching out to your past clients and spirit. You have to be doing this. You have to. It is a non-negotiable. If you want referrals, I'm not saying you're going to build your whole business on this, but you need to be taking care of the people that take care of you. That, that is the bare minimum of being a business owner. You've got to be taking care of the people who take care of you. So to wrap this up, one, build 25 advocates by sending people business by, you know, helping them grow their business and just by building deep relationships. Um, Additionally, you need to be posting on social media consistently and intentionally. Uh, Number two is helping other people build their businesses to build your advocate list. Um, And then fourth one that we just talked about was being intentional with your past clients and sphere. So I hope you guys got value out of this. I've done some additional talks on this in my Facebook group. So if you'd like to join that, it's only $25 or $50 a month. Uh, You also get some one-on-one calls with me through that too. So if you're looking for a little guidance and don't want to spend a ton of money for a coach, that's a great resource for you guys. But I hope you guys enjoyed this and we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.